0: Black lives matter. All lives matter. What's in a slogan? Words matter. The River Road Unitarian Universalist Congregation, which is predominantly white, wants to highlight the struggles of their black brothers and sisters and they place Black Lives Matter sign outside their Bethesda church. After vandals deface it, cutting out black, all that's left is lives matter. The church replaces it a second time, and the sign is destroyed again. Louise Green, one of their ministers, writes on Facebook, Our second Black Lives Matter banner was vandalized today. We are sad and angry about this violation of our public witness. We are not backing down, and we remain in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement as part of our our social justice action. So River Road is active in ongoing racial justice work. They have been for years, and a group from the congregation joins hundreds of other Unitarian Universalists walking across the Pettus Bridge in Selma this spring. They march in North Carolina in May for racial equality, and these are outward public expressions of inner work the church has done together. They conclude that black lives matter, These mutilations of signs happen at other churches around the country. UU and UCC, United Church of Christ, Episcopalian. Reverend Jennifer Bailey, she started something called Faith Matters Network, and she's of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. She believes the impulse to cut the word black out of the phrase comes from a deep fear. She says, I think there are a lot of folks who nationally see a shift in demographics and a hyper-visualizing of bodies and people who aren't usually seen. And there are people who view that as a threat to their own being. There's a real fear about displacement. So she's talking about making... Visible, the invisible bodies of black men. And there's a backlash against a slogan that seems to single out and uplift a specific race. So we'll come back around to that impulse from whites to change the slogan from black lives to all lives. Our Tulsa YWCA has been selling black lives Matter signs, and I bought 10, splitting the cost with hope, and I'm curious how our congregation and our community react to the signs. I'm agitating all of us. I'd like to know your personal responses to the slogan. My own emotional response is mixed, moving to increasingly fierce. My reactions contain pain, indignation, fear, and certainty. It's all in a messy bundle. What's the range of responses you all have? As a church, we currently lack ongoing study and conversations about race, and we're missing vital opportunities. So why start today with Black Lives Matter? As a predominantly white congregation, why should we care or bother? I can mention obvious local and individual reasons. Located in Tulsa, our city's history with race and race relations is interwoven with our own. Tulsa's growth out south and hope's location in these suburbs are directly related to race. And on a personal level, exploring one's own life and experiences about race is an ongoing process. It takes awareness and gentle support to root out conscious and unconscious, subconscious assumptions about others, others who appear different, Again, why start today with Black Lives Matter? Well, our our national alliance, the Unitarian Universalist Association, calls all member congregations to action. In Portland, Oregon this summer, the delegates at our General Assembly from congregations all around the world, including HOPE, voted. They voted to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Hope Church can choose to seize this opportunity or not. The church is free to act independently, to accept this call or ignore it. We aren't governed by the UUA. Our independence in this matter brings us to the underlying subject in this third sermon in a series about freedom. Freedom. We're having seeker services this August for newcomers as well as longtime members to look at basic principles together. So, Hope Unitarian Church is a free church. All UU churches are free churches. We are free as a congregation to gather, to call a minister or not, free to own property, free to teach, and free to hold worship. In any fashion we choose, each church autonomously runs its own affairs. Each local congregation is independent and self supporting, governed by its members, by all of you. We arise from a long tradition of congregationalist churches. Unitarian Universalists aren't the only ones gathered, committed to an independent congregation. Other denominations springing from the same Protestant Reformation include Baptist Church of Christ, Congregationalist churches, and a lot of non-Christian traditions. Jewish, Islam, not surprisingly, our freedom is hard-earned. One resulting from centuries of pushing against religious and civic persecution. In North America, we trace our free church ideal back to 1648 and the Cambridge Platform. Those Puritans and pilgrims fleeing religious harassment declare a set of principles for independent church government. The Cambridge Platform defines a church as a company of saints by calling, united into one body by a holy covenant. Nowhere in the document are the words bishop, priest, presbytery, episcopal, or any other form of human authority. It says there is no greater church than a congregation which may ordinarily meet in one place. The congregation itself is the highest level of ecclesiastical authority. Go church! And our institutional relationship to religious authority mimics our personal relationship to religious authority. As Hope Church, we're free to explore and examine our collective beliefs just as we courage, encourage each individual to seek the truth in love. And there is inherent tension in these freedoms. We are independent and self-supporting. At the same time, we are inextricably linked. At this free church, we are connected by history. We've been here more than 45 years. By traditions by communications, by friendships, by efficiencies, and by covenant to every other UU congregation in the world. So listening to the experiences and ideas of other congregations as well as our national and international UU associations is how we evolve and transform. Hope Church is both-and, a both-and proposition. Yes, we are independent, self-monitoring church, and we are tied to all UU churches. Our founding, our bylaws, our ways of working are all supported by other UU churches. The philosophical fallacy that any person can be totally independent, applies to us as a church. It's a fallacy to imagine we exist as an island. So let's return to our considering Black Lives Matter. We have an opportunity to expand our boundaries. As a free church, we need never consider race or Black Lives that Matter if we choose. This is also the very definition of white privilege, by the way. At the same time, when hundreds of Unitarian Universalists ask us to witness and support the Black Lives Movement, I believe we have to take their request seriously. We must do as a church what we always do as individuals. We have to listen and study, discuss, worship, consider, open our hearts, open our minds, Reflect, take action, reflect again, adjust our action. The whole Black Lives Matter social justice movement, that statement is on the UUA website, and it lays out the specific Unitarian Universalist social justice teachings that point us to this work. It explains, as a concerned and thoughtful people, We strive for justice and equity, compassion in human relations. We share a goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. Therefore, allowing injustices to go unchallenged violates our principles. Then the statement goes on to name many killed, names that you'll be familiar with, Trayvon Martin, And then it lists the systemic injustices behind the killings. People of all ages and races are killed by law enforcement, yet. Black people ages 20 to 24 are seven times more likely to be killed by law enforcement. Mass incarceration, fueled by for-profit prisons and racially biased police practices, drive the disproportionate imprisonment of black and brown population. And it mentions the school to prison pipeline as an urgent concern, because 40% of black students are expelled from US public schools. And one out of three black men is incarcerated during his lifetime. So I'd like to visualize that last number, one out of three men is put in jail or prison during his lifetime. I invite every person who identifies as male to stand up for a moment, if you are able. Stand up. And we will start with you, Chris. Count off one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. three. We'll go from front to back. One, two, three. Shout it out. Andy, you're one. one. Two, three, one, two, three. Keep going. Did you get stuck? Barry, you're one. Ken, three. Larry, three. one, three, whatever. <laughs> Charles, one. Thank you. I ask all the twos and threes to sit down. The ones standing, if you had dark skin, you would have been through the jail system. You'd have been booked, fingerprinted, had a record, and spent time in jail or prison. You might have to check that box that says felon on your employment application. Imagine how this would affect your job, relationships, children, spouse, partner. We who love these men, imagine how our lives would be altered by this experience. Thank you. So, what do these statistics have to do with Hope Church? How do you react when you see the slogan, Black Lives Matter? Does it upset you because all lives really do matter? Do you think we should take the signs down? I put them up here at Hope. Should we keep them up? Put put out even more? These aren't simple questions, and I don't expect us to take them lightly. They are questions about our identities and our values. They're questions aiming directly at our willingness to listen to another group's experiences, not only to listen but to set aside our assumptions. Can we accept another group's worldview, which may be radically different from our own? As a white woman becoming comfortable with Black Lives Matter, means finding my humanity in all black skins, not the other way around. For me, I have to resist the impulse to clean up the slogan and make it more generalized by changing it to all lives matter. I know since before the founding of this country, a group of citizens and immigrants have been diminished and treated as beasts of burden as less than human. Today, variations of treating people with dark skin as less than continues. And these destructive ways destroy me too. Gustavo Gutierrez, the great liberation theologian, once said he was suspicious of those who are not in the struggle for themselves. The Black Lives Matter is my struggle, too. As an ally, I must seek out and listen carefully to stories of the destruction of black lives. I accept instructions from those inside the struggle, pointing the way for me to be helpful and not part of the problem. a theologian at the University of Chicago Susan Thistlewaite passionately passionately explains unless and until white Americans recognize that the very forces that plunder and kill black bodies are a product of forces that sustain white privilege in a way that will ultimately destroy the planet itself. Racism will be kept at a distance, a problem to be solved. And it never will be. So while remaining a free church, is Hope ready to join with others on local and national levels to discover if and how black lives matter is perhaps our struggle too? Do we accept the gauntlet from our association to agree and witness that black lives matter? The term, stay woke, stay woke, is being used by those in the struggle who continue pointing at the ever-growing list of victims of state violence, racial profiling, and other racial injustices. Do we want to stay woke by deeply grappling with our own racism and by refusing to ignore the racial realities of our city and country? I've taken um, the YWCA's Groundwork program to critically examine my own often invisible to me, racism, and it's a powerful program. We can coordinate with the Y, invite this series into our church, or you could sign up with the Y to be with others from Tulsa. The UUA gives us books and articles for study and discussion. I printed out, you'll find it um, on the table out there, are suggestions for study. Maggie Scott printed these for me. So if you want one, take it. You can help facilitate ways for Hope Church to have these discussions, to engage in the issues, both as a congregation and just as an individual. The two have to go hand in hand. And I invite you to take one of these signs, if you so choose. May we choose to wake up and stay woke. May it be so.